Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. So, we've got The Umbrella Academy, Season 2, Episode 6, A Light Supper. Which, great episode title, considering. Considering. It was just a light one. Uh, it didn't last very long. No, no, not at all. I'd say. Uh, overall, how'd you feel about the episode? Good. It was a weird, the pacing was weird, probably for the first I half. I felt the first half was slow. Yeah, I was, it was like. It was slower than it has been, you know, and, and we're getting to that point in the season where it starts to get real, um, like, sort of, like, they're, they're putting in all of these scenes that are, that, that feel. Tie in. Yeah, that feel necessary, that they need to cover, that they mm-hmm. need to, and it's not just always the most extravagant shit, but, um. It was definitely a little slower than the other episodes, but I kind of felt it coming. We were on a roll. Oh, dude, it like, was all gas for like... It was all gas. I mean, like three, four, five, like mm-hmm. it was nonstop there. Yeah. But uh, this one, it was kind of nice to get a breather, and, and I mean, and that dinner scene was phenomenal. Yeah, it was. I loved it. I mean, it there, were, there were a couple of really great scenes in this, and uh, I mean, there, was there even a single fight? I don't think there was a single... No. I mean, there's a couple torture scenes. Yeah. Pretty mild. Pretty mild. <laughs> Dude, got his. I don't even actually know what they. Yo, did I didn't. I didn't like. I, I didn't want to take a good enough look yeah, there at I, the end, I, so I didn't. But it looked like he had something. It like it poked through his pe- eye, and he also got his teeth. His teeth pulled. Yeah, his his mouth was in the mix, and then his nose was. We'll, we'll get to it later, but shall we uh, get into this episode breakdown? Yes. So. We open up on Allison dropping into Dallas in 1961. We've kind of gotten like these catch-ups for everybody, mm-hmm. and I, I guess we hadn't gotten a, a fuller version of Allison's, but uh, this one was important for what happens later in the episode, especially. Yeah. I, uh, I really dug it. She is. When she's walking through the street, she uh, approaches that diner where the guy immediately tells her, like, get the fuck out, whites mm-hmm. only. And then she's <laughs> getting badgered by a bunch of racist fucks on the street, and she, she clocks one of them. <laughs> she, she she knocks the shit out of one of them and uh, uh she has to, after that she has to run so <laughs> she's running through and she stumbles upon the salon where they they take her in and they protect her from from whitey and uh next we see her you know work in the salon i was like makes sense makes sense so, i mean it's kind of similar to vanya first person she saw she stuck around yeah just, i mean and if you got dropped in the 1960s you'd probably do a similar thing the explanation was a little easy i feel like they're just like oh she just runs into the she first just, place she could find which happens to be a black barbershop where they're like oh yeah fuck you white people you can't do that <laughs> yeah she got lucky but i appreciate it <laughs> I, I do appreciate the circumstance and uh we see Raymond come into the salon while she's working there, and uh, this is where Allison meets him for the first time. And I think that's kind of sweet. Like all their, mm-hmm. like every their relationship is built in that fucking salon. Yeah, and uh, they make eyes at each other, and you're like, oh, you know what's up. And then uh, on their way out, Raymond looks at his friend, and he's like, hey, um, I'm gonna. And his friend's like, 
Do you, brother? <laughs> he said, hey, that's all you, my man. All you. And uh, so he stays back and he talks to Allison one-on-one. And he's like, so what's your name? And she's like, all scratchy voiced because this is when her throat was freshly cut. Uh-huh. <laughs> Allison. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, so, Allison. Dinner? Dinner. And that's just it. And she's like, all right. Fuck it. She's like, hey, say no more. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> say no more. <laughs> We're going. Like, they, they, didn't, they, say, they didn't, didn't say anything, anything else. else. They just left. <laughs> we, uh... Sorry, I missed the mic a little bit. The, the best embodiment of what what was really... Like, when people were like, say no more, and then continue saying things, you're like, wait, wait. No, uh, I thought we were done talking. Uh, like, like, that's no, how you end the like, conversation. Say right? no more. We <laughs> say no more. <laughs> Them's the rules. <laughs> it's in the name. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we next see uh, five standing on Lila's throat, <laughs> fresh off their fight at the end of last episode. And... Uh, he tells you took advantage of my simple brother, <laughs> my simpleton brother. <laughs> Which I mean, in that moment you think you know Diego is kind of Diego simpleton. is, and it sh- it shines through in this episode mm-hmm. big time. And there there's an episode later. There's a part in this episode later which just broke my heart for Diego. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was like fuck. But other than that, he was quite a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I love five and the handlers back and forth. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not a huge. I haven't been overwhelmingly compelled by her character through the first season but so far in season two the mystery shrouding her has been a lot more interesting and i really enjoy her rapport with five and i still i still like feel like that they're representing this other arc in the story that's just like not, not generally as yet. good well you're not evident and because of its non-evidence it's not as good you're just like why are they, kind of the they point, feel kind of, so important but why <laughs> kind of the way we probably should have felt about the white walkers in game of thrones <laughs> Yeah, by the end. <laughs> but there, that, what's weird about that though is like, well, I guess they kind of did a similar thing with because Umbrella Academy starts with the apocalypse, right? Season two did, or season one started with the, the apocalypse too, right? Oh yeah, I think you're right. So you always know that they are like the thing that kind of inaugurates the story. Um, that's why the White Walkers were so important. Like you're like that very first scene of Game of Thrones. You're like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> like zombies in medieval. Who even thought of this? This is fucking glorious. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I swear. Yeah, but uh, this one just like the whole. <clears throat> Um, what what do they call the collection agency or some shit? I, I can never remember the I name. Can of it. Never like, the, bu- the, the bureau, the bureau. <laughs> so some shit like ambiguous that. institutional name. Insert here. Yeah. Um, it, basically, they they always seem to be like having like the last say or being like of the utmost importance, and you're just kind of like, well, well, the handler is the right. is like throwing a big fuck you at them though. Like she's going, she's to trying get... to take it over though. Yeah. But that's only because she like lost her spot or whatever, and she feels like they did her wrong. Which is fine or whatever, but now she's just cultivating like a personal vendetta against this organization, which means that her herself is the important part of this, which I'm like It's just not as compelling at that it's point. It's just not as compelling. There's uh, no there's no foundation. But yeah, that is the basis of this conversation with her in five where she tells him she wants the board of the bureau, insert uh ambiguous government name here. Yeah. And uh she wants the board assassinated, and Five is the most talented assassin assassin that the Bureau has ever produced. I'm just going to refer to them as the Bureau because fuck it. <laughs> and uh, the offer here is she's giving him an opportunity to go back to 2019 without any any apocalypse, no apocalyptical no apocalypse. effect. Apoc- 
apocalyptical effect. <laughs> it's like you get to go, you get to travel through time, and you'll do it safely. I would just, I would not believe that motherfucker. I wouldn't either. Ha- the handler's done nothing to prove to you she can. Absolutely she's saying anything. True. Not a thing. But the, I can kind of get with five being like, all right, I believe you, because it is out of a personal. It's not a altruistic. She's, yeah. she's doing it because it'll help her. Mm-hmm. She takes this bit. She takes this bitch over. But that the fact that she's even gunning for that kind of power means she she can't be trusted. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When as smooth as she was with the jazz metaphor, I was like, oh yeah, she's lying. Oh, bro, she's that jazz lying. metaphor was fucking fire. <laughs> was, I was like, I, I was like, I've never been a huge fan of anything you say. I, like, anything you say, but I was just like, wait, wait, wait a second. Like at the beginning <laughs> of the conversation, she was she she just randomly, and I remember thinking like, why'd she just do that? She just went. And I was like, I was like, okay, that was random. I was like, she's kind of feeling herself. She's yeah. like, all right, I'm going to get into the groove here. And then she's like, but once I take over, jazz. And I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. I was like, God, that was so cool. Uh, <laughs> and she was like, so let's riff. And I was like, mm. 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 you you tempted me. You tempted me. <laughs> uh, he ultimately decides to think about it. And, uh, we next cut to Luther, Diego, and Vanya discussing going to a light supper with their dad. Dad, fucking Luther. Luther, man. <laughs> uh, he's rough. I've uh, There's a part later in this episode that was the last straw for me. I was done after this point. I was just like, you know what? This is it. This is it. Luther's lame. And I'm arguably never... had a worse part after that. He did. <laughs> he did have a worse part after that. But, like, I mean, that part was actually kind of, like... Allison points it out as a little bit redeeming later, and I'm like, okay, I didn't think about that's, it like that. Yeah, that's fair. fair. But uh, because God, man, you just got to be the worst. The so, so awkward about it every time. So awkward about fucking everything, and uh, ultimately, this conversation leads leads to them explaining to Vanya how fucking terrible their father was to her about locking her away and making yeah. her take pills and suppressing her powers and stuff like that. And uh, <laughs> Vanya's reaction is, Jesus, this guy. <laughs> I have to meet him. I have to meet him. And uh, I like Diego's uh, assessment of this situation. He's like, you know what? Fuck, fuck all this number Mm -hmm. shit. No, there's no more number one, no number two bullshit. From now on, it's Team Zero. And then then you go, oh, Diego. You go, fucking Diego. You're so uh stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You really are a simpleton. Like, and I mean, like, I mean. <laughs> Just because that's such a fourteen-year-old ass name to come up with. Oh yes, yeah, we're Team Zero. No man, like Jesus Christ, you're the Umbrella Academy. Like come you on. already had that name, like, like, and I guess like your father gave you that name, so maybe he was trying to reclaim it or something. But <clears throat> Diego's Team just not Zero's the not brightest, the not the brightest bulb in the pack. Yeah, def- definitely not, definitely not the sharpest knife in the drawer. We uh, we cut to Klaus and Ben. And they're uh, discussing whether or not he should tell his cult that the world is going to end. <laughs> he's like, oh, I should just tell them. <laughs> I should just tell them. And then he's like, well, you know how cults get. And Ben's like, you know how cults get when the world, the end of the world's at, uh, at play. And Klaus is like, well, I'll make sure there's no Kool-Aid in the house. And I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Kool-Aid. Have you ever seen that meme of Captain America where uh, – it's, it's like all the shield agents holding him back and he's like, get the fuck off me. And then it zooms in on his face and he's like, I have to tell them I understood that reference. No. <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck off. <laughs> that's, that's what that part made me feel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
and uh, this ultimately leads to a conversation about how Klaus has been pretty terrible to this cult. <laughs> He's like, yeah. you've, you've misled them incredibly. All you've done is quote song lyrics and called them scripture and <laughs> sold them this ideal. And like, he even had this girl give up on a full ride scholarship <laughs> and just to follow him around the country he's like, he's, like, you... he's like oh yeah the the dutch one with the lazy eye and ben's like no <laughs> uh, no <laughs> so you are fucking up people's lives <laughs> and also during all this he's doing yoga in a diaper yeah yeah and not real yoga he's just like doing a bunch of random stre- <laughs> stretching kind of <laughs> like he did that thing where he, which is a yoga pose but he put his put his feet above his head and, like laid on like on his shoulders <laughs> this guy this guy ultimately he goes out and greets his cold and this is where he decides you know what i'm gonna be uh straight up with him he uh, starts to speak he goes hi my name is klaus i'm an alcohol wrong kind of meeting (laughs) (laughs) i was like fuck yeah i mean just a perfect character and uh he tells him everything he's like i'm a fraud i'm gonna tell you how it is all this shit is bullshit he's like they they quote something back to him he's like uh it's it's from staying alive, but I can't remember the exact lyric that, that he quoted. And he's like, no, that's not me. <laughs> that's by a uh, disco legend, Gloria Gaynor. <laughs> and they're like, who's that? And he's like, you don't know yet, but you will. <laughs> and, uh, and they're all just like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, but all of them are like, I'm a fraud. <laughs> I'm a fraud. <laughs> I'm a fraud. And they're all just so sold on this man that, they can't. They yeah, can't they're just see like that honest. is the ultimate transcendental point of knowledge is to acknowledge yourself as a fraud, so that you can then make not a, be a fraud, make right on your rocks. And then he's like, "That's not. It's, it's not, not at all it, what I said." Like he's grabbing them by the face. He's like, "No." Like yeah. He's, he's like, "I." And like, what's funny is like, you get it. You get where they're coming from. They've been following this dude for years. Obviously, they worship this guy. Mm-hmm. And then he's, <laughs> then he's like, he's giving them these lessons even when they're not there <laughs> and they're just like you're so wise man. you're so wise i fucking love you man um uh, and he ultimately is like well what the fuck can you do and he, he's, yeah. he's still their cult leader yeah i love that that's what this culminated in i yeah. hope i hope that's the end of it i hope oh. there's no more addressing of the cult or anything it's just like well now well now now they're just as cold like there's, yeah. there's no more there's, there's nothing else we can do about it and uh, next, we cut to Allison, who has told Ray everything. I was just expecting the uh, I heard a rumor stuff. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting the whole, I'm from the future. I was adopted by mm-hmm. a billionaire. Like, you you still could have pulled off the whole I was, ad- I was adopted thing because of the white brothers and stuff. But the future, I'm, I, was, I was impressed with her honesty there. Was, oh, yeah. Um, about damn time. And uh, Ray's like, fucking prove it. Mm. She's and we we discussed this. This was going to be difficult to prove. Yeah, and she was like, "Well, all right, fine." So they go to a, a store where she uh, makes Whitey let them let them try stuff on, and <laughs> they walk out that bitch with all the clothes, <laughs> all the clothes. And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I love that little montage of them trying on all the shit in mm-hmm. front of them and stuff. Uh, and they leave that place, and Ray's like, "Why don't you do this all the time? What are you like? What, what, everything is for free. It's all for free." <laughs> he's like we never have to do shit again and uh he got her all hype and she she storms to the diner that we saw her land at at the beginning of the episode and uh and we talked about this too how if she uses her powers power corrupts absolute absolute power corrupts absolutely 
you know, yeah, and toxic she, shit just starts to happen. She she walks in there, and I I, I respect her being like, service coffee, like, fuck mm-hmm. yeah. Like, get, get. <laughs> she goes, I heard a rumor that you shut your damn mouth. This man couldn't talk. Yeah, could not open his mouth. The rest of the scene, and uh, she's like, pour me some uh, hot coffee, black. Which I like. That was a nice little touch there. Yeah. Coffee. Black. Black. <laughs> and uh, he's pouring the coffee and she goes, more. More. <laughs> more. And more. this man is just burning the fuck out of his hand. And oh, his yeah. mouth is shut so you hear the muffled like. Uh-huh. And Ray's like, yo, 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 yo. Calm down. Calm down. What you doing? And she like he snaps her out of it and she was like gone she was like she like had to fully visibly reset yeah and i was like huh this introduced an aspect of the story that i hadn't anticipated but i would like to see because overall it would make allison more compelling for me is her being more of the root of the issues Mm -hmm. like Apocalyptically, I mean, yeah. like the, yeah. the shit that causes shit to go down. If somehow Allison is a is a big part of that, uh, yeah. Just in her general recklessness, you mean? Uh, potentially, but there's a, but like she, that's what's cool. That's what was so weird about the scene, though. Is like, did was it she just got lost in the moment, or was it like did she completely dissociate? Like, <laughs> I can't fucking, I couldn't tell because like, yeah. I think it was more like it was probably just the she fucking hates this guy. He represents everything that's yeah. reprehensible that's ever happened to her. So she's like, I'm gonna fuck this guy up. Yeah, yeah. And then she kind of got lost in it. So understandable. But Ray's like, yo, <laughs> nonviolence. Nah, that's that's that it's... that ain't that shit right there. Yeah. Uh, we next cut to Lila and the handler discussing uh, I five and him being the best assassin that. The Bureau's ever produced. And uh, she's like, well, if you think I'm better than him, why don't you make me kill them? And she's like, well, honey, I've got much bigger plans for you. And at this point, you go, this bitch is so manipulative. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no. You're like, this, she probably doesn't have anything planned for her. No, yeah, she's just stringing her along like she does everything else. Well, and what's interesting, too, is that in, that that tells me that the handler has a little, probably a little bit more of a heart than she lets on to. Like, that's her mm. daughter. She probably doesn't want to put her in harm's way consciously. So there's probably a subconscious level work in here where she's like, you know what, I'll, I got something for you. Just yeah. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, that's probably true. And uh, at the end of this scene, Handler gets bingo. She stands up and she bingo, y'all shitbags. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> boomers. <laughs> but they, they were like boomers in the 60s. Yo. <laughs> Damn. Yo, they lived through the First World War. <laughs> it's like it's like booming boomers. <laughs> booming boomers. <laughs> Boomers before the boom boom even happened. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the next scene, we've got uh, we've got uh, Klaus and Ben, you know, going at it again because that's what they do every time they talk. Now it's always an argument, and uh, Klaus is like, "Ah, oh, Klaus, don't do this. Klaus, do this, but not like that." <laughs> but not He's like imitating that. Ben. He's like, oh, "You're so controlling." And then Ben loses it and like passes through him. Mm-hmm. Had we? Seen I, that? I, I thought I imagine we I, haven't seen it in season two. I felt like we had, or I felt like that would have been something that they like tried before at this point, but I guess not. Like, I mean, I guess this is only the first episode after the halfway point, 
So like, we still got plenty of the story to go. It just feels like we're, yeah, really escalating towards the end. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was just an interesting. That was just an interesting little scene, and it happens again later. So I'm 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 assuming it'll amount to something eventually because they're pretty good about that. Yeah. Uh, and the next scene, Ray is concerned with Allison about how she lost control. She, he's like, "Do you ever do that shit to me?" And she's like, no, I would never. And he's like, well, if you did, would I even remember? Why Why is he always asked the questions that he doesn't want to know the answer to? Like, it's just like. But like, bro. honest, like he needs to know. Like if, he, if I, if I, if someone walked into my life and we'd been together for however long, what, what have they been together a year? Yeah, yeah, or, so. or is it 1963? Uh, he, she, he, she hasn't been there more than two years for sure. So, so they've been together however long they've been together. And then he learns that she has this power to. Control people, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd be concerned. <laughs> I, fair, but I, I get the impression that he won't even believe her if he if she told the truth. If she was like, yeah, yes. it, um, yeah. If she was like, if she was like, well, n- are you saying like, no matter what, he was he was he wasn't gonna believe her? It was yeah. Gonna be, it, or, or no matter well, what, it was gonna be like, how can I trust you? Yeah. Like exactly. Like that's that's ultimately what he's asking about because he's like. He starts with, have you done it to me? And she's like, no. And then he's like, would I even know? So all he's saying is that inevitably I have to doubt you. Which is also. I heard a rumor that I shouldn't trust you. Which is, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is also just playing, just not trusting them. And so it's like, uh, I don't understand how they mend their relationship at this point. Because it's like that original sin, you know? Like, you can't you can't move past the fact that they were together for so long and he had no clue. Yeah. and But maybe that's why they can get past it is because they were together for so long. Maybe. You never know. You never know. D- d- varies couple to couple. Varies. Uh, I'm going to say that this probably doesn't end well, considering it's in the 60s and ultimately Allison's probably going to end up making it to a different time period and she's probably not going to bring Ray along. Uh, because and there there is Doesn't at the beginning of that scene at, at that scene earlier oh shit <laughs> she, she, has a, she has a whole kid she has a whole kid <laughs> doesn't she yeah like in season one she mm-hmm. has a kid right mm-hmm. I completely forgot about that why have they not mentioned that once well, not relevant I guess but like she's not missing her kid I'm, at all yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you man She's a weird. She did have a kid, right? Like, like you're not making that up. Because that's the whole. That's the why she broke. Or like, yeah, that's why her ex husband got custody because she was saying, uh, like, giving rumors to her kid. You're. Oh, that's right. She gave her rumors, just small shit. Like, Uh I heard a rumor that you would fall asleep and shit like that. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. They're like, that's a no no. Okay, well, then that's probably why they haven't brought it up is because they settled it. I forgot that her husband got full custody. That's like that's pretty much the end of that. <laughs> well, I imagine that she still got to see her though. Like, I don't, what, what, like visits, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how that shit works. Yeah, and then that remember. also varies depending on. I literally the, don't even remember what the norm for season one was. I I hardly remember the through line of season one. Yeah. Like I, I just remember various moments that I was like, "Fuck yeah, the show was awesome," because yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. it, it it always just ups the ante. Like you're, you're always like, "Oh shit, this is fucking cool." Mm-hmm. Just all the time with the show. Um, but moving on, the uh, next scene is Dave showing up to see Klaus, and it's about him being a prophet. He's like, he's like, I just wanted to come by and tell you that this is bullshit, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Klaus gets very real with him. 
Like, to a point where he ends up showing him his dog tags. From the future. I'd be like, that yo, are... I'd be like, yo, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know who you are. I don't know how the fuck you got these made, but this is weird. But yeah, I mean, these conversations just keep not going the way I want them to go. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just, what I'm noticing about a lot of stuff. That's the show. Yeah, that's the show right now in general. It's like, well, always, I feel like it has had an It's like as though the un- end of the world isn't enough. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they're, they're like, we're going we're gonna to give you a bunch of emotional stakes yeah. that are fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> and then resolve those in the way that we want to. And probably not going to give you the full, anything that you expect. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, we learn here that this is the first example of how they've kind of fucked the timeline. Because Dave, after his interaction with Klaus earlier in the uh, diner where he punched him in the face, his uncle immediately took him to enlist, whereas that should have been a couple of days down the road. Yeah. So it is a small difference, but I think it was supposed to serve as like a foreshadowing event. Like, mm-hmm. a, like yo... Because they even he even made mention. He goes, "Well, that's not, that's not how that hasn't supposed to happen yet." Yeah. So, in his all his time there, all his time having made a cult. Yeah. He hasn't noticed anything that would lead him to go, "Oh shit, the timeline's different than mm-hmm. history that I know." Which only makes sense when you start a cult that never existed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and they all did their they all did their thing to fuck the timeline a little bit. Yeah, and they did. I think that's what I'm starting to see is kind of what I think the the conclusion of this is going to kind of focus on is like kind of how their own self um, absorption causes them to be unable to unite as a team because ultimately, like for a team of superheroes, oh, they are the most selfish team of they're superheroes. They're the most ever. selfish, discombobulated disjointed well and um, that is uncohesive a very, team you've ever met well and that's a very important part of the first first season and the second yeah. season so far they were displaced in time yeah. over three separate years in the 60s from the 2000 from 2019 mm-hmm. they're going to be discombobulated yeah. then they all had they all just randomly found each other they're like yo we've all lived lives here yeah like where we thought like this was just going to be it now yeah and now we've got to do this shit again. Uh-huh. And in season one, they'd been estranged for a while. They hadn't seen each other in a while. They were only re- reunited by their father, father's death gonna, and stuff. I'm going to be pissed if it's just Vanya that blows up at the end because they're like, oh, she found love and she has no memories of the old world. And, and they tried to take her back and she said no, but they couldn't leave her. Like that would, oh my God, I'd be mad. It can't be Vanya again. It can't. It can't. She and if it is, it has to be the most mind-blowing way ever. They, I don't think they focused on her enough anyways. They focused on Diego, Allison, the main Klaus story. Moore. What's crazy is the main storyline is probably the one we don't know anything about. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the one that is still shrouded in mystery. It's the Handler one. Yeah. That, that is what's heading towards the end of the world. Like, yeah. that's, it has to be, or else, like, uh-huh. I mean, I guess they're... Their dad could. Their dad does have something to do with it. I think, obviously, but I think so too. But like, the handler's interference with it, I think, is going to be. Mm-hmm. I, there's just no way to fucking know. There, there is. This show is very unpredictable. It, it very much so is. Uh, but the next thing we see is the IKEA, the IKEA mafia, just uh, getting a schwitz getting when a schwitz. Uh, the handler pulls up all naked and uh, offers up Diego, the man who killed their brother. So, so to say, 
And the only thing she asks is uh, that they don't hurt five. You know, kill that guy, but leave the guy with the Weird funny socks. socks alone. Yeah. Uh, we next see five and the rest of the gang show up, show up to the uh, dinner at the exact same time at a uh, Hargrave's place. And uh, <laughs> again, Luther got nervous and ripped ass in the elevator. And this was it. This was it. Yeah, this, this is the straw that broke the camel's back. Camel's back. <laughs> this is the straw that broke the camel's back. I was like, okay, I get nervous, Gas. I get it. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't mean to say that. Like, I don't get nervous, Gas, but like, I get the concept of it. Are, are you sure? I am sure. I get the concept of it, right? Like, yo, like, in an elevator? <laughs> in an elevator. With your family. I guess if there's any place that you'd feel comfortable farting in an elevator with, it'd be an elevator full of your family, not an elevator full of strangers. No, I feel way more comfortable in an elevator full of strangers. It could have been anybody. Because <laughs> then they all couldn't be like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. <laughs> you, you could just look around and be like, oh, God, what the fuck? Yeah. Just along with them, be like, oh, God, one of these fucks farted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not all here. the while you're like <laughs> <laughs> but here definitely luther <laughs> yeah and everybody knew and uh they go sit down and again diego <laughs> no more numbers bullshit weird team zero <laughs> and like i thought like earlier in the episode it looked like he'd gotten it like like that wasn't the move yeah. but then here he was like fuck it again <laughs> we are team zero and he again is just like everyone's like dude shut the fuck up <laughs> But then Reginald comes in. Guns are fucking blazing. This man just marched right in, sat the fuck down, got straight to business. Fuck you like, want. What you like, want? Who are you? <laughs> what, who, how you know me? Who, who is you? <laughs> We're your children. <laughs> and they tell, they tell him about their powers, and uh, Diego is the first one to show off. He throws his knife, and it does that weird spinning, curving thing in the air, where, and it goes right past Reginald's face and lands in the wall, and he starts writing something down, and Diego's like, what are you writing? He's like, you are 0 for 2, young man. And I was like, oh. Yo, I, I have never seen someone want to fight so bad. Diego, he, like, this man, five, like, immediately transports over there to be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, because like, he, he you knew. Could see, he was, you could see in Diego's face, he goes, what the? F- oh, he hell like, no. this man's pressing me. Yeah. Like, He's like, I ain't no bitch. Yo, this was, uh. <laughs> It was a fucking funny scene. But then uh, next, Vanya shows off her powers, and she seems to have them really well under control. Yeah. Like, she she taps that glass and then, like, shatters the fucking cornucopia sitting in the uh-huh. middle of the table. Like, I don't remember her ever having that much precision. And, like, everyone there was like, yo, 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 don't do shit right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, you'll end you the fucking world. of all people, calm it, calm it. We don't <laughs> want to see your powers. We don't want to see your powers. <laughs> Uh, but then after this, they go around for a little bit, and uh, Diego Diego confronts his dad. He's like, "You are there in a couple days. You kill the. You, you're there when the president dies, and I think we think you have something to do with it." Mm-hmm. And after all this, Reginald just lets loose on this guy. And throughout the whole scene, like the acting done by this actor was fucking phenomenal because you could just see him emotionally shrinking. Yeah, just as Reginald's berating him. With words, he's uh-huh. just and he, and then he gains a stutter back from when he was a kid, and I was like, yeah. "Fuck!" Like, yeah, he's reg- he's regressing. God, it just uh, broke my heart to watch that scene happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
<laughs> when they're all talking about who all's here, they're, they're like, so why would I, he's like, why would I adopt six kids? It's like, well, you didn't. You adopted seven. One of them's dead. Yeah. And uh, Ben's like, no, nah, I'm fucking here. I'm, I'm fucking here. here. And Klaus is like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he's, like, he's like out loud. He's like, mm, be quiet. And they're all like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Ben loses it again. Just zaps into Klaus. And yeah. like for a second, Klaus sticks his arm straight up. He like starts seizing. And Diego's like probably having a fucking overdose. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, but they're all like, Klaus, this is not the fucking time. Like they're all <laughs> <laughs> They're all pretty laid back about this situation going on. And Ben goes, I'm Ben through Klaus's body and then just falls out. Like mm-hmm. they couldn't hold that shit long enough. Mm-hmm. So uh, here, my theory is that ultimately this is how Ben reunites with the group is that Klaus will just be able to eventually control that and channel him. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like they've been teasing that since they first let us on first, to his powers. Yeah, in season in season one. Like, you were like, always kind of like, well, at some point, Ben and him become one. But, god damn, is it taking a long time. It actually reminds me a lot of a uh, DC storyline in uh, uh, Doom Patrol. It's on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. There's a character uh, who... He's called uh, the, uh, Mr. Negative or Negative Man or something like that. No, oh, he's in the uh, Spider-Man game, right? Uh, th- I think that's Mr. Negative. Negative Man is DC. Oh, they ha- the, oh, they ha- fuck! You know they you have all their ref- they have all their reflections yeah. of, of <laughs> Mr. Their- negative and Negative Man. They, so, it's something like that. Like- but uh, this dude has a spirit that lives inside of him, and po- the entire point of their storyline is figuring out how to live together mm-hmm. and like in harmony. So I'm, I'd imagine that's where Klaus and Ben are headed because they're showing them butt heads so much and they, they couldn't be more different. So they're going to learn to gleam onto the best parts of each other. And mm-hmm. yeah. And I like that. I like that arc for, for especially for Klaus. Klaus needs some help. Klaus does. He does. Uh, Got some issues. He does indeed. He does indeed. But uh, <laughs> after Ben loses his shit and falls out of Klaus, that's the last straw for Reginald. He's like, I'm getting the fuck out of yeah. here. And on his way out, Luther goes, look what you did to me. <laughs> rips, rips off, rips off his shirt and <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking fives like, oh God. Why? I know. I was like, why? <laughs> and like the acting from five. There. I know. And, and like, this kid is 16 in real life. You, you pointed no, that out. 16. Th- this man is a phenomenal actor. Okay. That, so that part, good. right? He's so good at acting like he's a sixty-year-old trapped in a sixteen-year-old's body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that. Oh God. Why? Right <laughs> there is just perfect. Yeah. And in this part, like immediately, I'm like Luther, just put your fucking clothes on, man. <laughs> yeah. God. Like it's over. Oh, and you can see it when he gets up and walks. He's like, wait, I haven't, I haven't gotten to say anything to them. He's gonna forget about me again. And he's starting to like. But it, it's really crazy seeing how this dude tormented these kids was terrible and like he only adopted him like like, he's not even their real dad (laughs) well like we don't know what their real dad is he could still have something to do with that yeah he definitely could i thought i still think he does i mean you don't just get seven kids with powers like it's not by coincidence yeah um but then they uh, get on the elevator and Allison points out that that was literally the first time Luther has ever stood up to his dad. So I was like, okay, well, that makes more sense. He's like a 30-year-old dude, and that is the first time he's ever stuck up to his dad. Yeah. Uh, so it probably would be a little bit like 
fucking look what you did to me. <laughs> ah! I've been holding this back for a very long time, and I'm very, very uncomfortable long. right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then next we uh, we see a. Uh, we see Diego talking about how uh, right after that, he's like, well, fuck, oh, at least at least he stood up to him. Nobody could fucking stand up for me. I regressed into being a child again, stuttering in front of him, and nobody said shit. Yeah. I was like, damn, and like, no, nobody that's riding a, for a, my man's that's Diego. That's a good point. That's a good point. It was a good point, and, and, and sadly, one that hadn't occurred to me at the table. Yeah. I was, like, I was like, I think in that moment, they all kind of went back. Yeah. Like, they were all kind of like, this is just like when we were kids. Yeah. So maybe that was probably why. But, shit, that was rough. Yeah. Um. Diego goes and sees his uh, his mom in the car waiting for Reginald, and he's like, here's a picture of uh, your boy. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be on the grassy knoll where the president gets shot in a couple days. Just thought you should know. We're the only ones that can stop him. She's like, uh, We need your help. And I was like, okay. I like this angle, too. I like Diego trying to rope in the mother here, too. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, I'm interested in how it'll affect the timeline and stuff. Like, this stuff is concerning for me. Very. Like, their future. Uh-huh. Like. What kind of future? How do they become. To? How do they exist anymore after being present in the 60s? Yeah. Uh, Good point. It's it's, Good it's, point. it's all very confusing. But then we all, we also see Sissy has come to see Vanya, and she's like, can we go talk? Somewhere in private, and we'll get get on that more later. Uh, but then we uh, go and see Five and uh, old Reggie sitting down for an adult beverage. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, you seem to be the most sensible of all of them. And he's like, well, I am the oldest. <laughs> <laughs> and Reginald's like, mm, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> mm, explain. Yeah, he's like, I'm actually older than you. <laughs> and I was like, shit, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, they have a, they have a pretty nice conversation and it, it ends with a uh, five going like uh, I'm sorry that I like tormented you so much as a kid, which was interesting because yeah. I felt like he tormented them more than anything. But like, but that I, could I, also just be our perception. Our perception is is the character or is you know the yeah. academy, and so like, you know how you like under like this is how they write such amazing villains typically is that they give them motivation that they give yeah. them sort of justification for why they act the way that they do or uh they give you just um perspective as to what made them that way and why they are like so driven maybe this fucking shadow government that they've got going on mm-hmm. like may and i seriously doubt it because they're all fucking rich rich white men in a shadow government but like maybe they truly are looking out for the best of humanity like maybe they thought like the move was to kill jfk yeah like i like i i doubt it but like maybe that maybe that is the angle i doubt it like maybe that is the angle somehow like maybe they think they're doing the right thing yeah i I don't think reginald hargreaves is a is a through and through bad person because even he seems to have an implicit capacity to change uh, being as he doesn't even understand why he would have adopted these kids in the future. And so then like, he eventually does. And then and he eventually that. does, which is for sure true. So it's like something about him um, is uh, it is something that is salvageable. It's something that like, you know, he's not a, a purely bad guy. True. But like mostly. Mostly bad guy. And then uh, we uh, cut to Morty's where uh, Elliot gets a visit. And it's from the Ikea Mafia. And, uh... Yeah, they go to work. 
they really fucked my man's uh I, I call him I've called him Morty every episode because the shop is called Morty's. I, I thought his name was Morty and then they said Ellie and I was like, wait, I thought This his was, name was the Morty. first episode I realized his name wasn't Morty. <laughs> I was like, Oh shit, this guy's name isn't Morty and is I've been referring Morty? to him as Morty for five episodes. Yeah. Um But yeah, fuck it. He's still Morty to me. Uh <laughs> these guys really fucked Morty up. And then uh my next note is pulling his teeth. Question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. <laughs> Jesus. All Jesus. caps. Like, fuck. And then they cut back to him later, and it, he's even worse. Yeah, I was I like, don't I even... thought they were just going to pull his teeth. <laughs> I don't even want to think And, like, that, that was already fucking bad. Yeah, yeah I don't even want to think about that. That's gross as shit. Uh, next, we cut to uh, Sissy and Vanya in a car in the woods, which I, I, I paused it immediately and looked at Tavares. I was like, by the end of the scene, they're fucking. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, the cars, the, I mean, they're, the car's in the woods. Yeah. And it had all these water many. droplets on it. I was like, it's a very romantic scene. This no doubt goes the way I'm thinking. Yeah. And it does it go does. the way I'm thinking. Yeah, uh, it does. Uh, Sissy, it starts It starts in a way that Sissy's like, yo, some of us can't have the life that we want. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that we don't want it. And Vanya's like, yo, fuck that fuck shit. That. <laughs> I will protect you from anything that comes. I love you. I will protect Harlan with my life. Run away with me. Let's just go fucking Let's just somewhere. Let's fucking go. And, like, you can't argue with her logic. She fucking hates her life. She loves Vanya. Vanya will do anything to protect Harlan and herself. I mean, I, I'm leaving my husband I at that point, too. I probably would have did it. I'm not going to lie. So, I'm like, it's time for a change. They decide. They're going to get the fuck up out of here. And I was like, you know what? I fucking love these two. They're my favorite. I never want this to end. Please cut to black. End of season. They end up together forever. No, they're going to die. Somebody's going to die. Somebody is going to die. Somebody's got to die. Because as we pan away, we see Carl is watching. Where the fuck did Sissy take her? I Like, yo, are you still on your farm? (laughs) You dumb as hell. You know that, right? You, you, You done fucked up. You done fucked up, and there ain't no going back. So, how do you think this goes? Where, where? Somebody's got to die. Somebody dies because there has been a suspicious lack of death. Lack of death. Yes. In the in this season, because there, I remember last season, I was like, fucking, like anybody could die at any yeah. time. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I knew that, but yeah. like there, there, there hasn't. They haven't gone there yet. I mean, they kind of did with Elliot, but like Elliot was. Extremely minor character, I'd say. Yeah. He hosted them, but other than that, it was kind of just like... Oh, I'm not going to lie. I definitely was like, man, they really like kept him in the fold. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, why? <laughs> this was why. They they were just to fucking kill him eventually. Yeah. Uh, Which is honestly why I feel like they kept Carl in the fold, too. Could have been. Why? Probably. And uh, I'd be willing to bet Sissy kills Carl. I feel like Von, but like just with the power dynamic and I get I get that but like I if I'm a television writer here okay and I'm not a television writer so we'll just take my idea with a grain of salt <laughs> so, <laughs> so you got Carl you got Vanya you got Sissy right Carl confronts Vanya say say that happens he's yeah. like it's like yo I know what the fuck's going on and this is your warning. Then later, he's like, I've had it up to here with you. I'm going to fucking kill you. Instead of Vanya losing it, wouldn't it be much more compelling to have Vanya keep her composure and Sissy protect Vanya? 
But I don't think Vani can keep her composure. Like that's kind of the uh, uh, ugly. Uh, no, like, and don't get me wrong. That's like I get that too. But what if uh, what if that's like a? But they they've been indicating that she's had more control over this the whole season. Yeah. Like that's that's where that's why but she I also think, doesn't know as much about it. Like she doesn't. That's true too. She doesn't it's, know her own power. Which is why as soon as she does that little trick, you know, during dinner, they're like, whoa, buckaroo. But she also did that shit a couple episodes ago where she just, like, lifted the water willingly, picked up the picked up Harlan, walked out, and then let the water fall. But that was was an intense emotional moment where she was like, yo, this guy's going to die. And she had a very succinct control. She did. She did. I agree. But do you think that that control and that focus is going to be the same in the face of love as it is in, in saving this kid's life? I, I don't think it'll be exactly the same. I guess I. It would be different because there's malcontent with one of them. The other mm-hmm. one is purely out of saving a kid's life. Yeah. The other one is I'm trying. I'm trying to win with, your wife. She definitely doesn't fuck with Carl already. That's already been established. Oh, big time. She does not fuck with Carl. Like, so I mean, the other option is straight up. Vanya kills Carl. Sissy's not into it. Yeah, Sissy and that, that's that's it. if 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 Vanya kills Carl, Sissy's out, yeah, and that's Sissy's... that's why I really don't want that to happen. Nah, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm not sure what's gonna happen. I don't have, a, I don't particularly feel like Vanya will kill Carl, but I think it would be, uh, it would make me the happiest. Maybe Vanya's about to lose her shit. Maybe, and. Harlan kills his dad. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, his first words, like, yeah, bitch. (laughs) Standing over his fucking... (laughs) Harlan. Yeah. Harlan with the... uh, Harlan with the Uzi. (laughs) Uh, Fuck yeah. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I guess. I'm excited. I'm excited to find out. Yeah. Uh, But next, we see Luther and Diego come back to Morty's and... uh, uh, they're like, yo, anybody home? And then uh, they find Elliot. And boy, oh boy, is he fucking murdered. Yeah. <laughs> is he murdered? He's murdered. He was murdered. And uh, they, murdered. they drew out in his blood Olga for Olga. Olga for Olga. Which I'm assuming in Swedish means like family for family or brother for brother. Eye for eye. Eye for an eye. That's that's probably it. Yeah, but that's what it is. Even it, it, it would make it would fit generally. It could be brother for brother, something like that. But it wouldn't make sense because it's Elliot. They're trying to say something along the lines of eye for an eye. I for, sure. I, I, it, it's almost certainly eye for an eye. You're you're almost definitely right about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll look it up after this. But uh, fuck, threw <laughs> that in his blood. Yeah. That was the first moment of this season that I was like, okay, Ooh, this is bitch. the Umbrella Academy that. I remember. Yeah, we're using... this is this is that Vanya slitting Allison's throat yeah. umbrella academy. Yes, yeah. Oh my god, that was crazy. Oh, dude, fucking best. Holy fuck. Uh, but next we see five resort to the option he really did not want to take. Goes back to the handler. He's like, "All right." To be clear, I couldn't couldn't get my dad's help. Doesn't look like the team's gonna get shit done. <laughs> yep. I'll I'll kill I'll kill your uh, I'll kill the board, but you got to get us back. And that's that. That's that. It was a good fucking episode overall. I mm-hmm. think, especially on revisiting those notes, I it grown me a little bit. I was, but certainly the first the first half was a bit slow. The second half was nice yeah. though. Once they hit that dinner, 
Yeah. I dig yeah, it. Things, things kind of took off from there. But yeah, that was season two, episode six, A Light Supper. Under the Umbrella. Under the Umbrella. Where'd you see yourself? Um, Where'd you see yourself in this episode? The, what uh, reminded you of you? <laughs> Uh, hello, my name is Klaus, and I'm an uh, This is a <laughs> that, was, that was mine. <laughs> yeah, not gonna because there are so many scenarios where I just I feel like I'm, especially in meetings where I'm just like, like I'll start to say something and I'm just like, oh, Ooh, can't say that here. Yes, 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 very much so. That that happens quite often, and it's, it's quite often, and more often than not, for me, like that's sort of a circumstantial thing. It's like a. Like, I could probably get away with saying that, but, yeah. like, in front of these people? <laughs> in front of these people? Yeah, you're just like, oh, shit, I got a little Frank here, didn't I? And, like, I, I've, I, I went a little five here. I was in, I was literally in a, in a, like, diversity meeting one time. Uh, <laughs> it's like all the administration, like, everybody's there, man. And I was, I, I just started talking about something, man. I, like, yeah, I, I was just explaining something, you know? And, uh, I was like, in the, uh, I, I used a couple choice words, you know, like words that you'd probably use in a conversation with a friend more so than a, a, a actual meeting. Fuckity out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it's, it's, it sucks because then you have to you have to go and correct yourself in real time. And then you're like, oh, this is awkward. Oh, fucking, fucking. <laughs> you're like, there's no way to cover up the fact that I just said I'm alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> It's like we got to address that right. Uh, but yeah, since <laughs> since you chose that one, I'll go with a different one. I'm gonna go with uh, when Vanya learns that her dad had treated her like shit, and she goes, "Jesus, this guy! I have to meet him." <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, this person hurt you. Well, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta know more about them. Well, we gotta, we gotta I gotta see, what, see it, what that's all yeah, about. What it's all about. That reminds me of uh, uh, Jerry. <laughs> in uh that episode of Rick and Morty where Beth is like, Jerry, you know when you uh when <laughs> you comment on someone's uh YouTube video and they they responded and you they said like you're a dumbass and you said take one takes one to no one and then you <laughs> clicked on refresh the browser all night and you you fell asleep crying. <laughs> I remember it differently. <laughs> I don't know why, but this kind of reminds yeah. me of that. It was like it was like he's like I can't leave now. They all hate me. They like, all hate me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of like ah yeah. oh, jesus this I, guy i jerry, have to meet him oh my god jerry i just forget about how fucking <laughs> oh dude jerry when is. season four is on hbo max i think that might be a move for an episode by episode thing on the podcast oh yes oh yes oh yes well this has been the penny bloom podcast i'm colton robertson joined by none other than the magnificent tavaris pennington as always peace love and bloom as always. And always praise Keanu Reeves. Always. Always. Always.